Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Roland, you, uh, I think we hit a nerve recently. Uh, <laughs> Nerves were hit. <laughs> in a good way, I think. Yes. With a video that you recorded uh, recently that we put out on Facebook and on our blog, responding to comments from Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, mm-hmm. um, in which she, uh, she had given an interview for a newspaper, and she essentially in, in morally equated being pro-life and being racist. That yes. Th- that those two things were basically moral equivalents uh, to the point that if you are pro-life or if you are racist, those basically both should disqualify you from serving in public office. Yeah. So she said she would never appoint a judge who is pro-life because that would basically be the same thing as appointing a judge who is a racist. Right. And so. Wow. We, yeah. We have pretty, pretty intense comments there. And so. Uh, you being an African-American, uh, which you can't tell on this podcast, but you can tell in the video. You can't. Uh, you can't. I can't hide it. <laughs> that you did. Yeah. That, I'm black uh, all day. <laughs> and night. Yeah, yeah at, at night, too. 24-7, yeah. 365. Exactly. And I can I can vouch for that. Have you ever seen me not black? <laughs> no. Okay. To date, I have not. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah, I have no reason to not believe it. So, yes. yes. So, you being that... Uh, Decided that it was, and being pro-life, of course, yeah. um, that it was appropriate for you to respond to this. And I, and I think, you know, one, one of the things that you had mentioned to me that I thought was really powerful um, in terms of one of your one of your motivators here, there are obviously several, but one of your motivators is this idea that for, for too long abortion advocates or pro-choice advocates um, have tried to sort of, you know, use the, the past struggles or even current struggles of the African-American community yeah. to try to justify abortion. Um, and... I mean, if I'm getting tired of it, I can imagine that you're getting tired of it. Yeah. And so part of your kind of motivation here was that you wanted to respond to this to try to put an end to this 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 idea um, that, you know, so maybe you could kind of describe why why that is. Yeah. No, I, I think that's really important. I mean, I, I also want to make sure folks know I wasn't a racist. <laughs> yes, you know, that, we clarified we clarify, up front. Up front, because I wanted folk to know, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I. I, I know a lot of black people. Um, some of my best friends are black people. My mother was, yeah, my mother, parents. yeah, my mother was black, and, and my father was black. <laughs> right. You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love black people, sure. yeah, and I yeah. wanted to make sure that people knew that because mm. when you're doing this equating thing, then yeah. people say, "Oh my gosh," you know. But I'm also you might as well be a racist. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 and I'm also, and I'm also pro-life. You know, so it's kind of ridiculous, right, right. you know, yeah. for her to, to to equate those things because it's actually uh, actually not true. And and when you really think. I mean, what do what did what do racists do? I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, kind of one of the points I made in the video was that, you know, they, you know, discriminate against people who look like me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they denied rights to people who look like me. They lynched people who look like me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they killed people who look like I mean, yeah. so I mean. I mean, to try to make that equivalence mm-hmm. is just kind of an interesting is kind of an interesting yeah interesting thing it's exactly the opposite in terms of what pro-life people are doing right because what we're essentially trying to do is we're kind of hearkening back to the declaration of independence where we're talking about the pursuit of life right Mm -hmm. liberty Mm -hmm. right and the pursuit of happiness right right? right. those things life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and there's a notion there that you know you you just in the pursuit of your happiness you shouldn't be denying other folk life 
and liberty. And liberty. Right. Because yeah. if you think about it, that's exactly what racists did, like uh, slave owners, mm-hmm. right? They had they were in a pursuit of happiness, right, which right. was an economic thing, right, right? Right, right? And everything. And they said, in order for me to get this happiness, mm-hmm. I need to deny somebody else Their, life, yeah, life and liberty. liberty. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot like the abortion issue, right? Mm-hmm. So we, so if anything, if there's a if there's a equivalency here, mm-hmm. it's actually not with a pro life perspective. Mm-hmm. It's actually, frankly, more with the pro choice perspective, right. because essentially the kinds of judges that she would want would be ones that would want to deny mm-hmm. folk who look like me in the womb, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right. Life, liberty, and therefore the pursuit of happiness, right, right. so that somebody else could quote have the pursuit of happiness right. in order to do that, right. which is kind of what the slave owners actually not just wanted to do, but actually, actually did. but actually yeah. did. Yeah. So it really, so it's 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 not a really it's not a really good argument no. for her for her to be making that yeah. way. And and yeah. and the other thing when you just look at the data, I mean, look look, it's been what nineteen twenty million uh, black children that have been aborted. Yeah, and since Roe versus, versus Wade was decided, yeah. you know, we're what, 12 percent of the population, we're 35 percent of, of the abortions. Mm-hmm. And to try to position abortion as, a, as an empowering thing for the black community, mm-hmm. sort of like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is this good for my people that we're kind of being eliminated? Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing, too, which is offensive to me mm-hmm. uh, when you think about this in that context is that, you know, if you abort a child, I mean, somewhere, I mean, I know there's a lot of issues that lead into that. And I have a tremendous amount of compassion for someone who's in that situation. Yeah, and I and understand does, yeah. the missing support and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you think about the narrative that's communicated by the other side, it's essentially trying to convince this woman that there's nothing good that can come of this. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's nothing good that can come from this child. Mm-hmm. So in other words, this child coming into the world is a net negative mm-hmm. for, for you, you. For society. For, for society. For, even for itself. Even for itself. It's a net negative. Mm-hmm. For this child coming into the world. And so if you look at those statistics and say, okay, we're 12% of the population and 35% of the abortions, then that would say that a black child mm-hmm. is more of a net negative mm-hmm. coming into the world mm-hmm. than any other race of children. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what, I think that's what races believe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, and and abortion's yeah. been the most efficient way because if you're if you're truly a racist, the most ardent racist, it's not that you just want to do harm to to folk. You don't even want them to exist, mm-hmm. which was kind of what Margaret Sanger and yeah. you know her perspective. I mean, she viewed certain types of people as a net negative coming into the world, mm-hmm. and so really the most efficient thing to do is to make sure that they're never even born. Right. Exactly. That's, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, gosh, why are we going to wait for them to be born and have to deal with them? It's better for them just to never be born. So to think about that. So when I start to think about all that together, that people who look like me Mm -hmm. are a net negative and you have a culture Mm -hmm. who is articulating that perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, from my standpoint, it's really problematic and I think it's offensive. And and to me, you know, trying to use a parallel, those two things is is really it's actually doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just so ironic that, um, and, and I think a lot of people have gotten away with this for a long time on yeah. the kind of pro-choice side of making it seem as though their position is more sort of in line with a, you know, kind of more enlightened, non-racist yeah. kind of worldview. And our position as pro-life people is more in line with a unenlightened racist worldview. Yeah. But if you just start to unpack that like you just did and like you did in the video, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm trying to make sure that people who look like me come into the world yeah. and right. not only survive but thrive. Yeah. You're trying to make sure that people who come into the world who look like me don't come into the world. Right. <laughs> 
okay, so, and I'm the racist? Yeah. Okay, let me understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's indefensible. It's indefensible. People actually start asking some questions. Yeah, yeah. Which, unfortunately, you know, even in this interview that uh, uh, Senator Gillibrand did with the newspaper, I mean, there was really no follow-up question no. to that. It was just like, oh, okay, yeah, pro-life, pro-life and racist. Yeah, basically this thing. You know, exactly. there was no, no inspection of that. So, but, you know, we, uh, like I said, I think folks really responded really well uh, to your video and uh, so we'll we'll make sure that the link to that video is provided um, in the blog post that goes along with this yep. podcast so folks can check that out too but uh, yeah thanks that's a great great perspective Roland well, no problem and again I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not a racist yeah. I just want to make sure <laughs> I want to make sure that's clear you're going to have to keep on reminding me of that. I'm going to have to keep yeah. saying I just you know you being pro-life and all that. I'm going to have to keep doing it that's a tough yeah it's a tough one alright All right. thanks Roland thanks we hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.